Welcome to Art Meet Offspring. I'm Monica Flory. Here we talk about how to make art with kids around and mind the habits of creative people to figure out how to make parenting easier and more fun. Today I'm in conversation with Georgina Sr. For over 20 years, Georgina Sr. has developed branding and packaging programs for some of the world's most recognizable brands. Her work finds the balance between design and illustration. As an artist, she explores a variety of themes, continuing to explore new processes, always having multiple sketchbooks nearby. Her personal exploration into screen printing, hand lettering, and watercolor are mediums that have also become meaningful components in client projects. Our conversation starts in a moment. Jordina Sr., welcome to Art Meet Offspring. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, first off, will you please tell us about the kind of art that you make? Yes. Um... I am formally trained. Uh, I received my, my Bachelor in Fine Arts in graphic design. That is how um, I was trained professionally, um, but it has grown into much more. I've always loved to draw, so I'm also an, an illustrator and that type of drawing. Um, I like to draw for myself. Uh, I also love screen printing. I'm currently taking a jewelry making class. I've done ceramics, so you would say that um, I'm a little bit of everything. I wouldn't go so far as jack of all trades, but I appreciate uh, multimedias. <laughs> I think you could go that far. <laughs> <laughs> and please tell us what you'd like us to know about your family. Oh, my family. Um, they are a special lot. Um, I'm married to uh, Jeb Wood. He is a sculptor. So um, that makes us pretty unique. Um, we're both artists uh, in very different ways. He's very 3D. He works with very process heavy materials like bronze. Um, and then uh, we have two wonderful, very artistic children. Um, Gigi, she's 14, a freshman in high school. Um, and she is our uh, very much like a well-rounded artist, uh, dancer, musician, uh, she loves to paint and draw as well. And then her little brother, Malachi, who's about to turn eight, second grader. Um, and he also loves to make art. House full of artists. Yes, <laughs> we are a house full <laughs> of artists. That is definitely how I would describe us. How has becoming a parent impacted your artistic work? Yes, I think um, any like large blocks of free time are a very distant memory. So the idea of figuring out a way um, to do it all. Um, actually, before I became a parent, um, I was so focused on my career um, in the world of graphic design, um, which was like that very commercial style of art, that I wasn't doing a lot of art for myself during that time period. So even before I came, became a parent, and then it really became um, something that I really needed for myself, maybe because I was a parent um, and I was experiencing less free time. So like how I was spending my free time became more important. Um, but I got back into uh, a couple different things and starting to explore and starting to take classes. Um, <clears throat> and so a, a lot of what uh, I noticed was that um, if the kids had the 
you know, table full of art supplies, and that's something we've always had a lot of around, um, was starting to, to work on things together. So we would draw separately or make games or puzzles or like large sheets of paper and work together. So that's been a really lovely experience. That's so wonderful. So how, how has making art with your kids sort of changed as they got, as they get older Yeah. or has it changed? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's something we, you know, we don't, I don't know that we've said it to them outright, but I think books and art supplies are something that we would never say no to. If there's a book they want, we're just <laughs> going to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and art supplies, like they, you know, they don't, <laughs> they don't really take, you know, uh, too much advantage of that, you know, over advantage, but they, (laughs) (laughs) they, um, you know, have their own art supplies. And we've talked a lot about exploring different types of art. Like as Gigi has, has gotten older, you know, uh, I was much, much older, um, before I had exposure to a lot of the things that she has, um, had exposure to. So it's been really fun to have them, um, I have a studio here in the house, so to have them come in and um, see what I'm working on and then also, you know, encouraging them to, you know, use the things I have or, hey, do you want to print something out? Um, so in that way, it, they, they've kind of grown. I think um, a lot of my commercial work was really easy for them to see the connection of what I was doing and like the real world in terms of, you know, the things that are out there and you know, I get really excited about what my husband does. He gets really excited about what I do. So it's like a converse, like a continuing conversation all of the time that they are, you know, around. So it's really no surprise. I think one of the biggest things this year that I was so excited about, um, Gigi is not in an art class this year as a freshman, you know, she has some other electives and that type of thing, but really, you know, it just has those core classes and no art class for the first time in a long time but she's doing it on her own, like, you know, before bed or on the weekends when she's just quietly in her room, like with no prompting. And that just makes my heart feel so good to see her just take the initiative. I feel like that's a real sign of success um, in terms of what we always wanted it to be. I think when she was younger, there was a frustration in her when we would draw together and she would see what I was doing and the instant comparison, which was heartbreaking because, you know, I was trying to explain to her, like I I did go to school for this Um, (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) so much older, but the idea that um, now she can see it and understand that it takes time and, you know, she's going back to it because she likes to do it, not because the, the end product is so good. You know, it's, it's about the process for her and it has always been that way for me. So that's really exciting to see. Hmm. Georgina, when you are making art for yourself, where does the inspiration or impetus come from? Yeah, oh, um, well, you know, at the beginning I mentioned all of the different things I like to explore. Um, I do keep a sketchbook um, and we talk about this a lot, the idea that um, when you're creating something visually, it does kind of um, come out of something that you've seen or something that you're thinking about. And it might take a long time for you to get to the idea to put it on paper or sculpt it, whatever it might be. So I compare it to sewing where 
that if, if you do any sewing, you know that the sewing part is the small percentage of what you're actually doing to make a completed piece. There's measuring, there's cutting, there's patterning. Um, so all of those things are happening before you ever get to the actual sewing. So that's a lot of what I see is the the thinking about it and really being aware, I think, especially in this time where maybe we're not out and about as much. But, you know, for us, it's the, the squirrels in our backyard or watching now that it's spring, you know, we're watching things grow. Like all of those little details are kind of just marinating and then maybe something will come out later as process. And is it a similar process when you're creating work for a client Mm. or does that feel like a completely different journey? Yeah, I'm a big fan of sketching. I think, you know, a lot of times there's that initial thought you have, you know, you say a word and there's an association there and that's a great starting point, but I like to, you know, turn it around, maybe flip it upside down, draw it again um, and really think about, um, also with that, it's also about the end user, um, thinking about how it's going to be received by people. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something like, um, my hand lettering that maybe I'm doing on my own in my sketchbook or screen printing. It's, those are all things that are going to then benefit, uh, the client process as well. Cause it's just like more experience, right? Or, or if you're an avid reader or you're like aware of something like trend forecasting, like if you're really aware of fashion, you're like, man, I've been seeing so much orange. You're going to be bringing that into your work. It like, sounds so funny, but like, it's real, you know, or like, oh, I've seen a lot of people in like this type of shoe. And then, you know, you kind of like, it affects everything you do. It's, it's create. It's like an awareness of, of everything that's going on around you. Yeah. Hmm. That's so cool. There's a really wonderful uh, graphic designer, uh, artist, illustrator, Milton Glaser, and he wrote a book that I have upstairs. It's called Drawing is Thinking. Like, mm. oh, like the title alone is just so brilliant. <laughs> like, yes. Um, how has being an artist shaped your parenting? It's, it's being an artist and it's also growing up and being more comfortable with myself. Um, there are things that I do now that I don't think about what other people are thinking about. Like, I don't care what people are thinking about me or I'm, it's not that I don't care. I'm just not even thinking about it. Maybe in my twenties I was, you know, concerned about this or concerned about that. But, um, now as I'm older and like, you know, my family is my priority. I think, um, you know, for a long time, it was my career before kids. And then, um, you know, the family, especially this past year, the family becoming a priority. Um, it's, it's caring less, uh, you know, and, and being that example for my kids, there's a lot of tough decisions I've had to make in life, but, um, doing that, I think has really shown, um, through time that, you know, I have a great relationship with my kids. I'm honest with them. And it has proven that um, if I'm doing the things that I believe in the most, whether it's as an artist or as a person, um, it's going to bring us closer. They're going to, um, I can really happily say right now, I hate to even say it out loud, but like, uh, I have a great relationship with my kids. My kids really uh, like who I am. You know, if I'm making something, they're engaged, they're interested. Um, You know, and I don't think about blue hair being weird. I don't think about, 
what I wear. <laughs> I don't think about our house being that different. Like it might, you know, might feel artsy or it might seem a certain way to other people, but it's just being comfortable with our lifestyle. Um, that it's, you know, our kids are going to grow up in this environment and maybe when they're older realize like, oh, that was actually pretty different than maybe some other people. (laughs) 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 You know, Maliki today is at the sculpture foundry where he can like play on the forklift and there's going to be a crucible full of molten bronze, you know, and uh, (laughs) like, yeah, I guess other kids, like we don't really think about it. It's just our lives. It's, you know, we wake up tired, we're busy. Um, but yeah, they, I think exposure has been wildly off the charts. <laughs> right. And that, and that can be anything. I mean, any family can provide exposure. My parents, uh, were not artists and they have a gorgeous garden. Uh, when my brother and I were little, they took us to museums. They have an eclectic sense of music. So there's that type of exposure. Like clearly a sculpture foundry is the far end. Um, but you know, <laughs> like having a basic appreciation, you know, my parents' mm-hmm. garden is an absolute art form, you know, like their appreciation is the same of mine. Like it's, it's a place where I can go and like color texture, like, you know, and process of cycle and growth. Um, those are all things that, um, you know, really appeal to me. Can you think of any messages that you received growing up about either, um, people who make art, people who are artists. Did you have sort of a, a concept of that growing up, that that might be a possibility, that that was a job that people do? Yeah. Or um, not? <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's interesting. One of the messages um, I think a lot of people receive when they're younger is that there were these famous artists. We know there was Van Gogh. We know there was Monet. There was Picasso. There's the, you know, limited number of musicians. Um, But the fact is, like, art is all around us. Artists are all around us. There are so many more opportunities than I was aware of uh, as a child. And I think it was limiting in the idea of, like, yeah, absolutely, there was an appreciation. But I thought, um, maybe I thought there was a scarcity, because I wasn't seeing um, all of it or I wasn't hearing all of the stories. And so, you know, I thought you had to do it a certain way, um, you know, or there were certain types of artists or even even the idea of like a career, you go and you do this one thing your whole life. You know, I went to school for this, mm. so this is what I'm going to do versus now, like currently I'm taking a jewelry class. <laughs> you know, hey, like, you know, maybe there's continuing themes or there's just, it's just like an expression, but I definitely didn't know um, there would be so much room for so many artists. And like, I, it was like, a, and maybe in a, like a bad competitive way, thinking like, oh, there isn't, you know, there isn't that many, op- there aren't that many opportunities or something. But um, so that's like the negative side of it. But I think Growing up also, like I said, I was really exposed to some really beautiful things that got me feeling, um, you know, that it was something I wanted to pursue. Like maybe it would be hard, but it was something I was interested in doing. Yeah. Do you ever have thoughts about um, if your children 
choose to pursue art as a vocation. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> I know as a theater person, I definitely, that like floats through my mind from time to time. Is that... <laughs> it's a really funny thing. We have uh, like an ongoing joke in our house about um, Gigi's love of science and how um, you know, as artists, we're kind of like that opposite. Like, are you sure you don't want to be an artist? Like, that's ridiculous. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's not like something secure, like accounting. Like, we have really unique jobs, and like, not everybody is as lucky as we are. But you know, the idea of like, are you sure? You know, you could be a creator. Like, we're pushers in the other way. But you know, we also understand like there's there's a lot of artists who are scientific or there's a lot of scientists who are very amazing artists. And again, it's, it's moving away from the idea of scarcity and expanding into the idea of like, you can be multiple things. Um, and, uh, you know, I absolutely think that Gigi would be an amazing designer or an illustrator or Maliki would be so good at character development or, you know, Gigi is probably going to work in the foundry this summer. Um, you know, and, you know, Jeb talks about them like taking over the foundry, but, you know, Maliki and Gigi have ideas that she's going to be a scientist and he's going to be a YouTuber that like, you know, makes videos about his scientist sister. So, um, you know, I, I think whatever they do, that like larger um, way that they look at it will be the thing that like kind of carries through from childhood. That makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love that you're pushing the art. <laughs> Are you, Are you sure? sure? <laughs> Gigi's taking a class this summer um, about critical thinking skills. And it's through like UC Berkeley and it's just like an online summer thing. But then I was also sending her like, <laughs> she didn't even respond to my text. It was like um, a class at more like summer classes at the art college. So I was like, you, you know, you mm -hmm. could also, if you want to, <laughs> she just wants to like chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as a parent artist, how do you manage to get your work done? Oh my goodness. Um, well, uh, Maliki has been an early riser always. And thankfully he is an early riser that is really pleasant, uh, really wakes up mm. joyful. Uh, he also goes to bed. I hate to even say this to other parents. Um, he's one of those kids who are like, Oh, okay. Good night. And just like goes to bed and like, we still high five about it. I mean, this is like <laughs> a gift that I've been given. I'm sure it's added years onto my life. But um, when he was little and got up early, I was definitely like had my cup of coffee and like spread out some paper, like let's draw. So we would do some stuff together. Um, and now, uh, you know, I think it's a little easier for me to break away and do my own thing. Um, and, you know, they're, they're always welcome or, you know, certainly this past year I've moved everything downstairs and kind of every surface becomes like a work surface. And then there's also um, my big life hack is that I have this little tray table that I use in bed. <laughs> and uh, late at night, um, uh, maybe after everybody's gone to bed or, you know, starting a little earlier, I use my nightstand. I have like, a, you know, my water, my brushes, and I can just kind of, if I'm physically exhausted, I can just use this time before bed for like some little thing that I'm working on. That's like mobile and easy to use this little table in bed. 
So that works. I mean, I'm not, I'm not at all burning midnight oil like I used to. Um, I used to be able to stay up a lot later than uh, I am now, but I think, you know, finding, finding those times in the morning or the end of the day to get something done. And also like, I really don't um, close them out at all. I feel like the kids are welcome or they know what I'm working on. I'm a sharer. I'm always talking. They're probably like, okay, we get it. We know what you're working on. That's cool. I'm like, but what color, what color, what should I do? Like, what does this character need, Maliki? You know? um, So yeah, I probably depend on them a little too much for inspiration <laughs> that sounds familiar I yeah. relate to that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to that. <laughs> but how wonderful too that they're part of the process and that you let them into every part of it yeah yeah it's really sounds like a great it feels it feels like less of a separation now for me um, especially with everybody home um, uniquely I have been working from home for a while um, by myself and then even um, if I'm working with uh, you know, companies, I'm, I was still working from home. Um, so now instead of just being here by myself, uh, everybody's here with me. So we've all gotten used to the idea of like how we work, you know, that's, that's a big part of the learning process for sure. So it sounds like part of that has been your work moving from mainly the studio to sort of spreading out through the rest of the house. Is that true? Yes. (laughs) Yes. There's definitely, Um, just spread out around me right now there's definitely multiple materials and if you if you have a favorite pen you want to guard it pretty closely because it might just wander off into somebody else's supplies Gigi (laughs) for Christmas family members are like what does Gigi need I'm like Gigi needs to get her own art supplies she needs her own paint and her own like next level brushes because I go for mine and I'm all out of white or you know like I'm all out of some favorite thing I go in and my, you know, my favorite thing is on her desk, which is great, you know, but, you know, maybe she should have her own. (laughs) It sounds like you're very generous with your supplies. I mean, are there certain supplies that your kids don't touch or not, are not privy to, or is it pretty much? It's pretty pretty much much like if there's an interest, I'll, I'll share with them or, you know, get them one. But I think a lot of times, um, you know, there are certain things that they know that are specifically mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've already shared with us a great hack about the, <laughs> about the tray, yes. being ready to go. Yes. <laughs> do you have Do you have other things about your your parenting life that makes that make life easier, more fun? Any other hacks you want to share with us? Yeah, we have like. Um, Things that we really look forward to, I think, um, you know, as we're finishing out this school year and and really being in a place that none of us really wanted to be or expected to be, um, you know, we've been making things to look forward to because it is hard to express to a second grader, like, we still have to do this, we still have to do this, we keep, you know, let's keep going. And so, um, you know, by example we're like all right this is the time we're going to work right now but when we're done you know we have like friday night kitchen dance party you know friday night we do takeout like just those little things to look forward to um you know uh game night movie night we do family zooms with uh, our family out in california 
but, um, you know, just creating some special things. And I think there are things in our lives, um, you know, just get the special marker, you know, and give it to them as a gift or if there's something, you know, and it's a small thing. I mean, markers are like a $3 item, but, you know, just um, making little things special can can help on a weekly basis for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I find we have so many of those things in our family that I can't believe that we didn't do them before. And now that we do them, I don't want to ever not do them. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. <laughs> like, I don't want to ever stop having Thursday movie night. Yeah. Because, right, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Marking all those moments. Yeah. And now that the weather is nice, um, we live on a park and we really enjoy um, we are that one family long before, you know, everybody else started using the park. We were out there with like bringing tables and chairs and our dinner on like regular plates, like across the street. Uh, we all uh, enjoy eating outside. So we, we have a, a tiny, you know, South Philadelphia backyard where we um, can enjoy dinner outside, but like making, making like an everyday thing, just like a little more funny or special, you know, those are the little things that we enjoy. And, and honestly, like, oh my gosh, our house is so trashed. Um, and every <laughs> once in a while I get really worked up about it, but it's like also knowing when to let go, like, oh, just let the tent stay up in the living room a little longer because it's entertaining and maybe they can do something in there that, you know, might make it just that much more fun if they're doing it in a tent versus just at a table. <laughs> Everything's more fun in a tent, exactly. right? <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I'm curious, do you feel that your house itself is an expression of your art? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, oh, my gosh. And, you know, I cannot take credit for it. Um, Jeb is a very... Uh, He's like a dreamer, a very um, inspired person to just be like constantly like, what if we did this? What if we did that? So um, getting used to having, you know, the air compressor in the kitchen, um, you know, he's he's working on projects that, you know, make our house so fun and so amazing. Um, but it's, it's pretty constant. You know, he's been working on uh, different projects on and off like just since I've known him and, you know, the idea that, um, he's just trying to make our space better. Like, you know, there's no corner that like doesn't receive, uh, you know, some attention by him specifically. Like I'm, I'm the gardener. I make the, what we call the soft edges and he's the hard edges. <laughs> so he's, you know, we have this kitchen that, you know, my parents would walk in and my dad's like, oh, are you going to leave it like that, that big steel beam? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's super cool. Like, look, you can see Jeb's welds, you know, like. <laughs> but it's, you know, it just makes it, it makes it more interesting. And, you know, the kids have free reign in terms of their own spaces too, um, which is really fun to, to watch that grow. You know, Teen Gigi is awesome. You know, it's just like a really fun thing to experience. Do you and Jeb ever collaborate formally on oh, projects? The dream. Besides your children. <laughs> the dream. Oh my gosh. We talk about it so much. We talk about like where we'd be in the world. Like, you know, we definitely have fantastic daydreams of like the desk we would have together, the the spaces, the things we would work on. Um, it's something we talk about a lot, but definitely um, 
haven't gotten there yet, but soon. That we talk about um, passive income, this idea of creating some things that maybe can live on. Um, like once we set them up, like that would be something we are interested in doing, like making, I, I don't know what. Um, he has, in addition to sculpture, he works on a, a line of furniture that they produce uh, that's really beautiful. And so like, you know, you see things like that. There might be a limit to um, the world of like sculpture in terms of like how much you can make at any given time, but like something like creating a line of furniture that can like grow and live on. Um, you know, those types of things. So we're thinking about objects, we're thinking about painting. Um, yeah, it, it's funny being a very 2D artist and he's a very 3D artist and there's lots of places where those can intersect. I mean, he's also an amazing 3D artist. I'm just not somebody who's ever made a, you know, massive bronze, bronze sculpture <laughs> that, you know, is featured on <laughs> Trafalgar Square. That's not like where we're gonna collaborate, but it's pretty cool to see. <laughs> There's always time yes, to dip into yes. that. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's shown me that too, honestly. Like he is the type of person that um, is like, well, yeah, we could do that. You know, he, because of what, you know, the exposure I've been given because of what he does is just mind blowing. I think he's always been one to be like, yeah, you should totally take a jewelry class. I have some saw blades. I'll bring them home. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'd love to hear about anything you're working on now or thinking about now that's particularly close to your heart. Yes. Well, um, I recently took a new full-time job. I've been working for myself for quite a number of years, and I've just um, kind of jumped back into the world of full-time work. Um, but I'm working for an amazing company, Rebel Girls. Um, they have the line of books. We have the line of books, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, and there's an award-winning podcast, and um, I have really amazing coworkers. So that's been a really exciting new development in my life in the past two months. Um, and so some of the other things I was working on, like from a personal standpoint, um, my screen printing has been put on hold because of that. Um, so right now things are living in my head. I'd like to get into the garden some more. Um, and I see that as like an expression of creativity as well. And like, you know, something I do for myself that feels really special. So those are my new job with Rebel Girls and gardening. Those are the two things for the next few months I'm really excited about. It feels really great to have a job that I'm really excited about. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you do you ever think about um, days to come, however far in the future, where you might be alone in the studio again, or there might be, you know, a little less going on within your house? <laughs> and how and how does that sound to you at this moment? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I have um, a group of friends that we've been uh, texting throughout the quarantine. Um, and, uh, you know, we're looking to sell the movie rights to the text chain because it's just outrageously hilarious. <laughs> um, and then we have a side group, like within that, the subgroup is like all of the moms. Um, and, but all of us are artists in some fantastic capacity, but, um, oh my gosh, we daydream all the time about what that could look like. Um, you know, with my new job, I may be going to New York. So the idea of like a train ride, um, for me, the studio time, just, it does sound dreamy. I think like just, um, like 
sitting somewhere outside, uh, like maybe in a cafe and drawing, you know, those are the types of things I think it is, you know, we all have been given in some ways an opportunity we were talking about the idea of like slowing down and like a pause, but at the same time, everything feels uncertain and distracted. So to have like just time to focus on something that feels creative is that sounds luxurious in a lot of ways without like, you know, just carefree, like having a, a quiet mind, no matter the space you're in. Um, oh, museums. That's where I'd go. Yeah. Um, just like <laughs> walk around a museum. I miss that for sure. Like a lot. And doing it online is really beautiful, but um, it's also like, it feels sad <laughs> too. <laughs> because you want to yeah. be there. <laughs> but yeah, that, oh, that sounds so lovely. And I know, you know, the world is opening up and we can, um, uh, we just haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someday. Soon. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Yeah. Well, Georgina Sr., thank you so much for talking with us. And I, I wish you so many museum visits thank in your you. future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. Absolutely. You can find out more about Georgina Sr.'s work at GeorginaSenior.com Special thanks this week goes out to you, our listeners. Our music is by Scott Gratton. Thanks for tuning in to Art Meet Offspring, where parents get to make serious art, creatives get to be great parents, and everyone is both tired and loved. I'm Monica Flory, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.